This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on this podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on this pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes, nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 339 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic, all right, we are here for a, uh, every year we always say we get one of these like gems that come out of nowhere um, for us and they kind of just blow us away. Um, so tonight we're here to review The Paper Tigers. Uh, it was released on Netflix, I believe, last week, I think it was, um, yeah. and this is basically an independent film. We'll get more into that later. Um, so we're here to review Paper Tigers, and we do have Rotten Tomatoes ratings. Um, so currently, right now, uh, the Paper Tigers is sitting at 98% on Rotten wow. Tomatoes with 58 reviews. That's okay. awesome. All right. It is also, by what Rotten Tomatoes deems as action comedy, so things like Midnight Run... Uh, Spy, uh, let's see, 48 Hours. They, oh, they wow. Even have, they even have Thor Ragnarok in their comedy. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, Men in Black. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Suicide Squad's on the Suicide and you're like, Squad. And you're like, none of those is 98%. <laughs> no, no, no. The closest, the closest to 98% is Jackie Chan's 1996 Super Cop. Which is basically um, Police Story Three, basically, um, yeah, because it has all the same characters. I just remember every other word was Super Cop at the beginning of that film. Like, is I, oh, that's because of the song. Oh my god, yeah, yeah it was yeah, a song. Yeah, but yeah, so Paper <clears throat> the Paper Tigers is ninety eight percent number one action comedy of all time because they even have nineteen twenty seven The General Buster Keaton on this list as action comedy. Wow. So this is all, all time. I mean, 1927, right? I believe that's the oldest one on here. And it's like, that's almost a hundred years old. I mean, we're getting there. It's uh number seven. It's so it's in the top 10. Wow. uh, In here. Yeah. Um, Good job. Good job. Pretty high. I mean, Beverly Hills cop is all the way down to 32. Didn't you, I mean, you, sent me a link to this trailer like a month ago or something and i remember us going like oh that looks pretty funny like definitely have to check that out and then we just forgot about it and then one day it was just you you text me you're like hey that movie we wanted to see is out i'm gonna watch it and then you wrote well me i back. was sold i was sold yeah. by that little um the little 
the little thing when your cursor stays on it and it just shows that a scene from the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, the scene in the in the pool, the fight in the empty pool. Right, and it's uh it's the main character and he is fighting somebody in a pool. Yeah. And it's fucking hysterical. Um yeah. so I was like, okay, that's what they're going for. Um I I I now need to see this. And it it really exceeded my expectations. I was just thinking I was going to get something kind of goofy or um well, you know, I mean, just not as much of everything that's good in it. And and see, this is what I really liked about it. Um, you know, I was I I thought the same thing. I thought we're gonna get something goofy or silly, you know, or um or, or martial arts films are usually I don't know they try to be serious, but like the 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 sound effects are off and weird, or like the the action's too zoomed in, or. Or the story isn't so good, but some of the martial arts are amazing. Like, like you get all these different types of things that you right. could get. Wire foo, like all that stuff. And then I watch this film and I'm like, wow, like they really went for like the heart. Like, like it's about family and friends and, and the martial arts is kind of, you know, it plays a pretty big part in it, but it's not the overall thing. Um, <clears throat> but this I was like, very. I'm sorry. No, this was very 80s. Good. This was very 80s to me. Yeah. Just the premise. The premise, anyway. Yes. Um, and I mean 80s in the fact that, like, you know, like during the 80s, I feel like the 80s really had this thing. The revenge. Where, the revenge thing. No, it wasn't the revenge thing. It was the um, the community, whatever, like the school, the high school, whatever. Yeah. It was this one thing, and it was like never, ever fucking popular where I was. It was only sports that were popular, but then you had places where like skiing is somehow the top sport, right? Like that the, the coolest kid in school is the top skier, right? right? Or the coolest kid in school fucking go, is a good sailor, right? He sails right, like in one crazy right. summer, right? Yep. Um, and the, those are actually both two John Cusack movies, but there was also uh, the movie Ski School, right? Yep. Even the Karate Kid. Karate was like the big thing there, not soccer, not football, right? In California, nonetheless, like football's huge in, in those schools. But it was karate that was the thing everybody was like, I was like, nobody nobody ever in any of them, I've been like, like three or four elementary schools, nobody ever let's, had karate number Let's go one. to a karate tournament. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, never nobody, been to a karate tournament. No, Um no. But, but the point is, is like, that's what this is. Like, in the neighborhood, everybody, the thing is, is kung fu in the movie. Yeah. Like, everybody knows about it's it, and the, it's a popular thing. It's the catalyst, you know. It's the thing that, you know, it, it's it is definitely a, a character or a piece of the film. But it's the, the, the bond and the characters and the bond between the characters and Sifu and... And like you said, the community is what kind of drives the film. And I, and I also, I, I, I really liked the beginning part because it showed them as kids. When you're, when you're a kid, you know, your whole life is ahead of you and all this stuff. And you're, you're the probably the most optimistic. You're probably the most like, I don't know, um, you're like a daredevil. You know, you don't really think about things. Uh, you don't think about, life things you're just kind of in the moment and those kids were like learning you know this treasured art from this master and 
And then when they hit teenage years, they fucking didn't take it seriously. They just took everything they learned as kids with all this bright futures and all that and just like flushed it down the toilet. They're like, oh, we're the fucking man now. Like we know this shit. Yeah. And they were, and, and I, you know, and they showed those VHS tapes of them kicking everybody's ass to hear the kingdom come. Uh, so it was kind of like, I mean, I was laughing, but at the same time, it was a little bit heartbreaking because I'm like, oh man, like, this guy like poured all his energy into you guys and you just pissed it away by trying to be all like cool and shit with it, you know, not using it for what it's meant to be. Well, and, well, the actual fallout you don't find throughout the entire st- till like towards the end of the story. I kind of like that. I kind of like that trying to figure out like you what just happened. figure they, you know, they you figure they just grew apart, you know, because the, the VHS tape ends with the him getting accepted into a tournament in Japan. Yep. Right. Yep. But you don't know what that is in the beginning of the movie, and then you find out later on, um, which was which, pretty interesting. Which would have paid like a lot of money, apparently. And yeah, his thing was like, this isn't about money. I mean, he was a, a chef; like he could have opened his own, uh, you know, martial arts studio and made a you know tons of money doing that. But that's what is wasn't what he was about, right? And um, so uh, the other thing I liked about this film, and I don't know about you, but just just how kind of realistic it was like i really liked the realism in this not just because of the i mean the martial arts were pretty real they didn't do anything that was that seemed choreographed or or was fake or whatever it is stunt doubles and all these things um it that was pretty authentic to me but what i and what i liked about it wasn't it wasn't goofy i mean there were serious moments but there were also like pretty funny moments especially when um the one guy that they beat the shit out of all the time when they were kids is like now a Sifu master and, uh, and kicks their asses. Um, yeah, but Carter, Carter, I, I loved <clears throat> that dynamic of Carter and those three. It was, it was pretty awesome. Um, I mean, it was, that was a lot of the humor was right there. Oh um, yeah. Anytime those four <clears throat> got together with, you know, uh, it was, it was just pure awesomeness yeah like seriously they, the, the chemistry between the four of them was just fucking amazing yeah it, it amazes me because yeah, i would love to ask the director this but he i mean very it's, the beginning is not very long but it sets up the film beautifully and then when you do see carter as an older guy you remember i mean that very just small clips of him getting his ass kicked and being made fun of and all that stuff you're like this tracks it totally tracks it it's like you know these characters like you follow these characters throughout the years in like two seconds you know or like two minutes and it works perfectly and so i just think it was such a genius you know i first of all the casting is great across the board like i want to like how how do you get all these people like as young i've never seen i've never I've never seen Carter, that guy Carter, the guy who played Carter, uh, Matthew Page. Yeah. Never seen him in anything, but he was fucking hilarious. He was awesome. I, I want to see, yeah. yeah, I want to see that guy in more stuff. He was great. So we've always <clears throat> talked about on this show that like you don't have to shove everything in an audience's face to, to, to dumb the film down, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but at the same time, don't go Christopher Nolan. You got to tell us something, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> But, uh, but going back to Carter, because you, you see him beat the crap out of him that one time, right? But he keeps coming back. 
and he keeps getting his ass kicked worse and worse every time, right? So when you see him later on, so right subconsciously, you already know that this guy has been embarrassed by these guys over the years, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is he doesn't give up. He wants to keep coming back no matter how many times he loses, right? So you know those two things. So when you see him just completely embrace the, the Kung Fu and all that stuff, like he even knows how to speak Mandarin and those guys don't like, right? So, but, uh, it, it, you completely fill in the gap of his story from the last time you see him in that VHS tape all the way to when you finally see him all fucking ripped and now he is, is, is working in a dojo, right? right. Like it's his dojo. Like it just, that's what we always talk about, about good filmmaking because it doesn't dumb it down. You subconsciously fill that shit in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's like, like callbacks are pretty good that tell a story, right? Because in the beginning of Avengers Age of Ultron, everybody's trying to lift this hammer and nobody can fucking do it, right? right. Like nobody. And even good hearted Captain America just moves at a smidgen, right? Right, yeah. So fast track all the way later on, you know how fucking hard it is to pick up uh, Mjolnir, right? But then when Vision just picks it up like it's a paperweight and nothing and just hands it to Thor, like it tells you everything you need to know about that hammer, right? Like an, or how good vision is actually, yeah, right? Yeah. How worthy vision is. So it's, yeah. just, it's the same kind of concept here where you don't have to dumb shit down to tell a good story. You can tell a six hour story in, you know, two hours or an hour and a half if you do it correctly. Well, yeah. And that, that VHS footage is just, it was just perfect. I mean, the way that was put together. Told you, told too. you, yeah, oh, oh, big time. Cause we used to, I used to film stuff with my friends with the big VHS camera and all that stuff. And I thought you were cool when you added like the shitty graphics on there. <laughs> a shitty yeah. title, right? You're like, yeah, I got my name on there. How cool is that? It took me like hours to do it. My dad used to do that to my like f- high school football games. Yeah. He used to put like a shitty graphic on top of it. <laughs> but I just I I loved it and and it told everything you needed to know in that story and then once the story begins and you see you know Danny <clears throat> at, at at an older age you're thinking oh shit he's still the, this martial arts badass or whatever and he's like totally not he's running away from fights and shit when, and he's a deadbeat dad fights, yeah when he fights in the pool. And he looks like, like you, th- cause like typical movie making or typical Hollywood movies, it's like, yeah, this old guy who, or this person who's never done anything is just going to pick it up right back, like how it is, right? Like, right, like right. fucking Batman, just put yeah. on a knee brace and then go back out and just start fighting crime, right? <laughs> right. But in this one, he, he starts to fight and it looks like he's going to do that Hollywood thing where he's going to beat the shit out of this kid, right? <laughs> And he fucking pulls his hamstring. <laughs> and he gets he knocked the he, fuck out. He, he pulls his ham, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the hero of the movie. At, or, you know, the main character of the movie. And he gets his ass knocked out because he pulled his hamstring. And that would totally fucking happen. Happen, yeah. Yeah, I, that would totally I, happen. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, even, cause I remember they were setting up for this big battle and, and you're, you're sitting there going like, there's no fucking way this guy is going to beat this guy. There's just no way. It's like watching, you know, what was that movie, Three O'Clock High, about the nerdy kid and the big bully, you know? Yeah. And you're thinking, how the fuck is this kid going to beat this guy up? And he, he takes his licks, 
but then he finds a way in and he and he defeats the guy. Um, yeah, with brass knuckles. Bra- yeah, that's true. He did hit him with brass knuckles, but he did take a beating before that. Um, but in the same kind of thing, it's like, how is this guy going to beat him? And it just simply, you know, goes back to his roots, breathes, like listens to what what Sifu had told. Oh, him you're talking stuff. about the end. You're talking yeah, about I'm talking about the end. The end. Yeah, I kind of sped off to the end. But I yeah, like. But you didn't I say like... you sped up to the end. I'm still oh, in sorry. the pool scene. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you're like, what? I'm like, when does this happen I, in the when movie? Is, when is it three o'clock? High? He meditates. I don't think so. Yeah, what's <laughs> going on? Uh, no, at the very end when he's got to fight that guy and right. And plus, there's a little Indiana Jones in it too because remember, you know, Kali Ma's trying to get his heart. And then this guy, he's got poison fingers, you know, and you see it coming at him and he's like, no, and he like hits his arm away and shit. Yeah, Um, there's so many, there's so many nice, you could tell, you could tell the director, uh, Boutran that he grew up or at least watched the same movies that we did. Oh, in the 80s for sure. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good call. There's a lot of Jackie Chan in this movie too. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, at least that's what I, picture because i mean the first time you ever saw some like the hero of the first time i ever saw the hero of a movie like in an action movie like a tough action movie punch a guy and actually show that it hurts when you punch a guy was in a jackie chan <laughs> oh, movie what he's like he's always like ah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah because that would fucking happen right yeah it hurts never seen that someone. before and that kind of happens here like i love the part where um, he's in the garage hitting that tennis ball and, oh. the, mus- and the music kicks in and you're yeah. like, oh shit, he's getting it. Here's the montage where he's going to relearn everything. And he's going to beat the shit out of this guy. And then it hits him in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> and the music just cuts. It just goes, Rrr. yeah. Yeah. It's it, fucking so funny. It's great. And, but like it, even though it's like a, it's, it's, it's a gag. It's a, it's a good gag. But it's so realistic, though, too. That that's what it it grounds the movie back and saying, like, no, no, these guys are bad now. They're not yeah, the same. Yeah, they're not. It's twenty five years later. They don't have what it takes anymore. Uh, no, they they've never I mean, done if, it. If anyone, like Jim, is probably the only one that kept up with martial arts. But even he, no, like, he, he forgot everything because he went to MMA. He, yeah, yeah, that's true. He did go to MMA fighting, so his style is like completely different. But. Also at the heart of the film is like the father son thing. Cause like I noticed that, um, he was basically telling his son to lie all the time and not be honest and shit. And, uh, which had some consequences. And then when he finally figures out like, no, this isn't cool. You know, I need to be a better dad and I need to, you know, set an example. Um, that's when he like said, shit, I got it. Cause you didn't think like he was, he was like, I'm not going to go fight that guy. You know, I'm not going to do it. And so after the conversation with his son, he was just like, okay, I'm going to go fight this guy now. Well, especially well, after, 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 Ob, yeah, yeah Oling, or, um, is it, ah, Hing, ah, Hing gets what the, oh, Hing, it's just Hing. Yeah, Hing. Oh, Hing, Hing, uh, gets his, you know, he almost dies, you know, and, uh, and so all oh, those man. kind of he factors. Was so funny. Yeah. Oh, but he was my favorite character. Yeah. He was so funny. Dude, when he, <laughs> When he got pissed and beat the shit out of that kid in the pool, yeah, but didn't end it on beating him. He just started throwing him into the walls and shit, and like <laughs> like yeah. wrestling him, yeah, wrestling. That's 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 Andy Lee, by the way. Oh, is it? 
Yeah, that's the guy who plays the Death Dealer in Shang-Chi. De- oh, nice. That's why he was in all the red carpet stuff, because he's the Death Dealer, the guy in the blue. Aha! Uh-huh. Okay. So you know, so you know he can fight. Oh, right? heck like, yeah. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. But I mean, that's how Danny kind of ends up winning in the end. I mean, he just doing, um, you know, flipping, like he couldn't fight him toe to toe. It wasn't going to happen. So right. he, he used the momentum of his enemy to flip him onto the ground a couple times. And then the last time he fucking chucked him into the wall and it looked like it broke his neck or something. It did something yeah. to him. Yeah, it definitely move. like looked like it broke his neck. Yeah. That's what I thought anyway. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, like, that's messed up. Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot, please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. But he was still like out of shape though. Like he couldn't fucking breathe. Oh my god. I jumped up and down though when he when he took that guy out. I was <laughs> oh, like, wait. yes. How about how about even before the pool scene, right? When when Hing and Danny are in the hall in the in the alleyway and they see the kid there and he takes off and they go to chase him. Hing <laughs> Hing Hing immediately goes down because of his knee like Keanu Reeves and in in uh what the fuck is that movie with Keanu Reeves? Point break. Point break. Yeah, because it's and then like and then like ten ten steps later, Tanny goes down because he's just out of shape. (laughs) So great. That was a great. That would be us. That was so that camera angle, that camera thing that they did was great because like you saw Danny take off and you're like, okay, he's gone, and then I hang, you know, and, and then Hing is like takes two steps and his you hear his knee go snap and he goes down he's like oh and then they just kind of pan out and you see danny like on his knees going oh, oh god so i almost great. i almost wanted him to do like the andy dwyer thing when he starts like taking his clothes off he's like running is so hard <laughs> sweating yeah, he just he just swirls out like with his arms like a starfish like oh man yeah that was funny too. <laughs> like that's what it does. Like it, it there's these things where like you think you're going to get this massive action sequence or something's going to, you know, something's yeah. going to remind you like something's going to say like okay, we're going to go back to the typical action comedy movie where the guy gets it at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. It never really happens. No. It doesn't. Um and the, and they did some like things in it like investigation type things and um but that, that was all was very funny. like all pretty realistic. I mean, the way they kind of laid out. But, uh. They fucking made Danny viral because he was fucking knocked out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, because they ended oh, up be- how about, becoming friends. Oh, oh my God. Guys. I remember like all these fucking funny things. How about, how about when Carter is, you know, after he's beaten those guys, right? He's beaten the, the three tigers and. And he says to his his Sifu, he's like, I was just toying with them. And the Sifu's like, you're not that strong. And then Carter's like, yeah, you're right. I'm not that strong. <laughs> like something told you that Carter would probably still get his ass kicked if they had kept yeah, up yeah, a little yeah. bit with their martial arts. But I don't know. By the end of it, I just really, I loved all four of them together. Yeah, yeah, like seriously loved all four of them. Um, I even tweeted, uh, about today, uh, that I really need a sequel with, like, all four of those guys. 
Oh, just man. teaming, just one team, like just them teaming up would be awesome. Yeah, that would be fantastic. You know, I don't know what that movie would be, but maybe you know they run in a dojo together and something happens and they gotta, you know, um, or or do maybe a tournament. It's... Maybe it's like ski school. They gotta keep their dojo going. <laughs> they gotta fight the tournament. All all the old guys. That'd be awesome if they, he combined like this premise with like the Last Dragon. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, fight, I mean they fight in like a they fight in like a eighties or yeah they fight in like an eighties like uh, club. Yeah. There's like just like in the Last Dragon with the like the plastic that, floor. That'd be, a, that'd be amazing because he did kind of refresh this type of film, you know, for me because like I mean yeah. I guess you could call it kind of predictable. I mean, but some of the things that happened, I was like, oh, wow, I didn't think that was going to happen. But, um, well, it, we've always did... said that, like, these movies always have a typical ending, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's fine, but it's how you get to that ending is right, always right. the case, right? Like, we've seen so many sports movies, like, like Bull Durham and, and Major League, right? Yeah. You know, the Bad News Bears. We've seen all those. They're essentially all the same story. They're all underdog stories. But it's how you get to that part where they win, which matters. It's funny right? you mentioned Bad News Bears because you remember that film. At the end of it, they fucking lose. Right. Um, and they, they don't win until, like, the second film or something like that. But, um, but yeah, I remember that really well going, like, holy shit. Because you're thinking, oh, they're going to win, and they lose. And you're like, oh, shit. But that's yeah. like that's realistic, you know, and that that happened in um uh that the kid who who owned the Minnesota Twins because his grandfather gave it to him and he made himself manager and they lose at the end because they yep. lose to the Seattle Mariners at the end of the movie, right? So, but yep. it but those movies have a, a a theme, but it's always how you tell the story in between. Right. 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 If the journey sucks, then the whole thing's not going to work because we've cares? seen that before. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So um, I just like how he really took care of the the story itself and not just set piece to set piece like a lot of these films do. You know, it's like, OK, when are we going to get the fight sequence? Like, when are we going to, you know, it, it's it's just it's a it's a real beautiful story. You know, I like the story a lot. And at the heart of it is you know the the guy and his and his kid and um and so it was never boring to me like i liked those scenes where he wasn't fighting or something like that he was with his kid or he was you know talking to his ex-wife or he was doing something and you could see his character arc like in the what i think this film takes place over what like two days or whatever but you yeah, see a complete, fast, yeah. a complete character <clears throat> arc in danny you know um which I, I thought was really, really cool. And then by the end of it, you know, he's filming, doing films with his kid, uh, practicing and all that. I just thought that was awesome. I was like, that's great. What a great ending, yeah. you know? I still want a sequel with Carter in it. <laughs> I just do. Yeah, he's kind of like the the Dwight of the film. <laughs> yeah, like, but... But it's Dwight like in season nine. Right, right. right? Season nine Dwight. Yeah. Because you can't stand him in like season one or two, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just but like, ah, by season ass. nine, by season nine, you'll love him. Like when he told, when he told that kid to get out of Jim's seat, like after he got the regional manager job, I was like, oh, that, that gave me goosebumps. That yeah. He, that was know. great. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. He's like, you're not bullpen material. Maybe someday. 
But yeah. like, yeah, in this one, it was kind of like Carter was kind of, you know, he, he had a lot of years, and now he kind of made it, and um, and he's like, you know, pretty humble. Like he's still kind of like pissed off at those guys, but he's still oh definitely. Pretty, but he's still pretty like, you know, he know he. He realized he worked hard for to to where he got, and I'm sure it was nice. I, I'm sure it was like cherry on top to beat those guys finally. <laughs> it just feels like it just feels like if there's a sequel, like he would he would be the guy that they all bust on, but like ends up like saving the day somehow too. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I could totally or, see that. Of, um, or they rely heavy heavily on and him, he, but like, and he doesn't get any credit at all. Like, or like, or like. <laughs> Or like Vin Diesel shows up at the end and he's like, "This is family. This is what family's about." <laughs> and, then just, and then he gets a swift kick in the balls. <laughs> yeah, like, get, get out the of fuck here. out of here, Dom. <laughs> Fucking Toretto. <laughs> so I want to know. I I was doing some a little bit of a background research on this thing. So the the budget was only a million bucks, which was fantastic. That's totally a independent yeah. film. But I heard that the budget would have been much higher had they hired the lead uh, which was a white guy um i heard that bruce willis they were going to give it to bruce willis as the lead and i was like what the fuck like (laughs) what you know i i would have been pissed if something like that happened because i don't think it works with with no it it doesn't i mean go make another wild hogs fuck like it's this is not that <laughs> wild. Uh, yeah, do you remember that movie? Yeah. All the all the other guys are thirty years old, but Bruce Willis is posing as thirty as like sixty. <laughs> yeah, I I just yeah, it's Jordan. It's like you know Joseph Gordon. I mean, Lovett. he'd be he'd be the same fucking age as Sifu. Like what the fuck? Yeah, it's what that would have been such stupid casting. And another reason why I mean, again, you know, the whitewashing or like, oh, this film can't handle it can't carry itself without you know, Bruce Willis or some, you know, well-known white guy to be the lead. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. The movie works perfectly the way it is. And I mean, there's a reason why it's number one um, on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, mm. it, it like I said, like that list is re-fucking-diculous that yeah. people they've beat out on this list. I mean, look at the, like, I'll, I'll go all the way to 50. Red is number 50. Oh, right. Wow. That was yeah. not a bad movie. That has Bruce Wilson. Um, Blues Brothers, forty nine. Thought that had yeah. Bruce Wilson. Yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> big trouble. Big trouble in Little China is at is at forty eight. Like wow. these are movies that we adore. Like Kick Ass is number forty three. Wow. Like wonder, these are I mean, movies that we really it's love. Curious. I mean, I it it has a lot of elements from all these movies that we watch in the eighties, but but also, like I said, it's got heart and it's got you know, realism and stuff like that. And it's funny. It's humorous. Like there's just so many, and it just has a lot of elements and it's got real shit like, you know, divorce and you know, your, uh, your deadbeat dad and shit like that, or, you know, follow your dreams or your dreams get crushed, you know, has all these different themes that a lot of people can relate to. And so you like, cause I, I related to a lot of stuff when I was watching it and, um, and I loved all the, you know, the homages to, uh, you know, to martial arts films and, and, to, to childhood and stuff like that. So I, I could really right. appreciate this film on like many, many different levels besides the level of just it's a good film, you know? And so, um, I mean, kudos, man. It was, I think it was written and directed by him, right? 
You wrote and directed yes. it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see more things like this because it really it, – it took something that we already love and made it better. I mean, it really refreshed that genre. It was very refreshing, mm-hmm. and I want to see more of that Yeah, because we've more seen of that so stuff. many – because all the things we watch right now, I mean, let's be honest, most of the things we watch right now are superhero shit. Marvel. Or sci-fi yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, like, it, it's it's always nice to go, like, even the movie Arrival that came out of nowhere, that still was an expensive oh, fucking the, movie. Or the Old Guard, you know, and John Wick, like, I love those movies a lot, right. you know. Yeah, because they, they are something that, you know, is essentially grounded, you know, not too many special effects. This movie has no fucking effects. No. At all. No. Like I think that the title screen is the only effects you're gonna get. Like and you had like like the fight at the end. I'm like, yep, that's probably how it would happen. Like he spends most of it just running away from the guy. <laughs> oh my like, god, <laughs> killing time, <laughs> running away, dude. He fucking ran around <laughs> like he was running around that big thing trying thing to or the brick. Yeah, the brick yeah. Thing. Oh my god, that was so fucking funny. That's <laughs> like straight out of cartoons. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking funny. Yeah, it was great. But it it completely fit what was being f- like shown to you throughout the entire movie. Yeah, like if he just did that out of nowhere, like it's like we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Right. How they set that dance. They thing up set at the end. The, yeah. the dancing is at the beginning of this fucking movie, right? And if he doesn't do that dancing in the beginning when he starts dancing in front of Ronan, you're just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, this is stupid. Right? Yeah. But we've already established that he's not the same person. He pulled his fucking hamstring and got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> well, right? and he would say, and he, but he also said, you know, he told his kid, run away, run away from fights and shit, you know? And at the very end, he does tell his kid before he goes to fight, he's like, look, I'm proud of you defending your friend. So if there's no way out, then you make a fist and you punch, you punch that guy. That, that gave me goosebumps when he told this kid over the phone to, to set, to make a fist. He was teaching mm. him to make a fist over the phone. Not yeah. like in front of him, but over the phone. But and it was he's like, like so descriptive that he Oh got my it. God. Yeah. He's like, can you see through your fist? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, then you're not tight enough. He's like, once yeah. you get that tightness, then you punch the fucker right in the face. And I was like, <laughs> Oh dude, I'm like, this right. is so great. But at the end of the film, he still kind of runs away from the bully. And it isn't until, like, he finally kind of, you know, thinks, okay, shit, I need to, I really need to focus here. That's well, the where... third round, where third round was, there was no final end of the third round. Right, right. So, um, but yeah, so, like, because they even, like, we already talked about it, they set up that he's fucking completely out of shape, right? That he's out of shape, pulled a hamstring, got knocked out, lost to Carter, you know, all this stuff. So when he starts running around, you're like, yeah, that works. <laughs> I, that, that makes total sense. That makes total fucking sense. I was dying laughing. Or you spent most of the first round just in meditation. I'm like, you're wasting your, t-. Jim's like, you're wasting your, t- all your time. You could be beating him up. Yeah. And he's just yeah. like, he's, then he goes, Ah, uh, just sit there, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just sit there. Because <laughs> he's tired. He punched himself out. Yeah. He's like, you're doing great, man. Only 20 seconds had gone off. Gone by. <laughs> you're doing great. He, he's so out of shape. He's like, you're only, you're halfway there, and it's only been like 20 seconds. 20 seconds, yeah. Uh, oh, but, so fucking But he funny. did what, I mean, I, I liked what he did at the end. I was like, yeah, he can't fight this guy toe to toe it's not going to happen that guy will murder you 
So he just uses the momentum of his enemy and he uses his defense to to defeat him. And I just thought that was awesome. Like I've watched it now twice. And I've watched yeah. that I've watched that fight sequence three times because I wanted to watch it again. And I'm watching it going like, can this happen? And I'm like, yeah, this looks really believable. Like that guy was coming at him with everything and he just was able to see the move before it got there and he was able to counter and use the momentum of his enemy to throw him on the ground. I was like, well, that's fucking awesome, you know? Yeah. Well, it's basically the end of Karate Kid Part 3, part too. Part 3, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> there's Barnes. no fucking way oh, he's beating Barnes toe-to-toe. No, no, Barnes would have kicked the living Dude, shit out of him. Dude, if he fought Barnes in Japan in Okinawa, like when <laughs> Miyagi uh, tells him it's for real, Barnes beats the shit out of him in front of everybody. In two right seconds. in front of everybody. Right in front of everybody. Like he Yuki just, just starts crying. Fingers. Yeah, just <laughs> she's just everybody starts crying. Everybody th- throws their drums at him. Everyone starts throwing up. <laughs> They've never seen anybody been the little girl just like just loses it. Just how do you say? Jumps off the cliff, fuck all. Like, like, jumps into the ocean because remember it's like above those rocks. She fucking throws herself off. Oh my god! Like a total win if scenario. Everyone is like all cheering. They're all just quiet. Yeah, like Barnes Daniel's like, about Daniel's about to do the uh, the drum technique thing, right? The drum punching, and Barnes blocks it and reverses and just starts ramming his head into that like lion, the, the statue lion. <laughs> fucking glens, fucking glens him. His neck and everyone just, goes silent. Just glens him, glens him like just. Pushes the stone lion Glenn's and just him. right on, just fucking lands right on his head. His eyeballs sticking out. Yeah, like literally oh everyone's God. with the drums and they all just like slow down and then they just like, oh fuck. Like, oh shit. <laughs> oh my God. Like, what, like, if that would have happened, I would imagine Miyagi would be like, oh, Man, he would just go in there. Oh, uh, me and thrash me and, on Barnes. Me and what's his face would be what? What was his name? Sato. Sato. Yeah. Right. They they would have they would have fought him. That would have been a cool fight. That would have been a really cool fight. Wait, <laughs> over, he beats over him. Daniel's bloody body. <laughs> Barnes is about to. Barnes is about to like unleash the death blow. The the. <laughs> the 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 death blow onto uh onto Miyagi and he slips on Dan Danny's eyeball. <laughs> his blood and falls on the ground. Yeah. Slips on his eyeball and he cracks his head open on the <laughs> on the ground and that's how they win. So like, well, Miyagi's about to do the thing and everyone's like, ah, oh, he's just gonna do the honk thing. He just rips his throat out. <laughs> <laughs> like Roadhouse, like everyone's Patrick like, oh, Swayze fuck. style. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> just blood fucking, all over Miyagi's face. Does does the Dalton move all over his fucking face? Just, <laughs> Miyagi and just like, fucking. Whoa! I did not Miyagi, see that coming. <laughs> Miyagi has like a flashback to the war, and he just fucking puts Barnes's neck on his face. <laughs> he wears Barnes' head as a hat. <laughs> <laughs> puts it around. He uses it as a toupee. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like Miyagi, dude. Like, chill, chill. Yeah. He's just like <laughs> people are. People are now the people who didn't throw up before are now throwing up. 
was screaming and running away in horror. Uh, Miyagi's just screaming at the top of his lungs, beating his chest. <laughs> Daniel-san! <laughs> there's, your, there's your what-if scenario. There's your multi yeah. Karate Kid multiverse. <laughs> where where oh, Barnes is there and kills Daniel in the most brutal way. And yeah. Miyagi revenges him. There's just no way. There's just no fucking way in a street fight that he beats Barnes. I mean, Barnes is, is like treating him like a cat toy. I mean, in that fight, he's just playing with him. Yeah. You know, doing whatever he wants. And then um, he gets distracted by basically... That ending by reminds me... That ending reminds me of the... the I will always say that ending is like the uh, that the viral video. Yeah, the, the viral video of the game. basketball kid that just barks. Yeah, I and remember distracts everybody. That. Yeah, and I was like, "That's the Karate Kid three ending." <laughs> like Daniel is basically barking in the ma- in the there's, match. There's another version of that where Barnes just just knife just edges him right him. in the chest. <laughs> no, but there's an actual there's an actual different alternate ending that they'll never release where Daniel just starts like mooing like a cow. And just starts like galloping around to distract Barnes. <laughs> or, or Barnes kicks him so hard that Daniel flies out, and hit, like basically breaks his neck like million dollar. Or as baby, he's doing and he it, he gets disqualified. Or, so Daniel wins, and, but he's as, in a wheelchair. <laughs> or as he's like about to, as he's about to like finish Daniel off, he kicks him so hard that he flips him, but Daniel's foot kicks Barnes, right, <laughs> and knocks Barnes out. And you, at the end, you see Daniel. It's a double knockout, and Daniel's, he still wins. Yeah, Daniel's in a wheelchair with the blowy thing, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like did, did I win? Did I, did I win? <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. Like, two and years Alex, later, he wakes up out of a coma with his broken neck, yeah. and he's like, did I win? <laughs> like, no. Like yeah, you Barnes lost got a dis- lot. Barnes you lost got a lot. Qualified, but fuck, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> there is no car dealership for him after that. Ha ha! I won. Yeah, <laughs> there's no car dealership. <laughs> All right, no, let's end this. No car dealership. <laughs> there's no car dealership, and he doesn't marry the hot wife. I hate this. I hate this so much. Oh, Barnes. Oh, my God. The Isn't Barnes supposed karate. to come back? I don't know. I know Terry Silver's coming back, but Barnes yeah. can't be that far away. Hillary Swank can't be that far away. That would be pretty cool. It would be really fucking cool if they got Hillary Swank. Yeah, it be would be. so awesome. It would be the three of them versus uh, Terry, Barnes, and Crease. Uh, oh, that would be shit. fucking awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that, amazing. They should do that. They should but, call it. But us. Hillary Swank is the Paper Tiger version where she pulls a hammy. She's like, I haven't, I haven't done karate in twenty five fucking years. <laughs> no way. I bet you she's. It would be awesome if she was the exact opposite. That she she's actually like, took all that shit seriously. Like strong. Like she beats all three of them, and yeah. the other two guys are like, "What?" Yeah. Like, oh. She shows up. She shows up, and you know Johnny being Johnny challenges her, and she beats the crap out of him. <laughs> Unlike Mantis in Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> well, the cutscene they should have left in. Oh, I would have loved it. 
And if she's just telling everyone to sleep, I've been so that would have been awesome. so fucking. I would have loved. I would have flipped out. I would have flipped out so hard. That would have been so great. <laughs> if she's just jumping from alien to alien, going sleep, 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 sleep. That anyway, been so good. Yeah, All right, yeah, they, we they messed end this. that up. They messed that up. <laughs> yeah, they should have left it. Anyway, <laughs> alrighty. <clears throat> well, that was episode three thirty nine of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>